Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop. This is what the greatest thing of all sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I say, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Enrique Alvarez Cleary. Happy Thursday to the Ticketverse out there. This is the Ticket Water Cooler, which I got to fix on the Saturday Night Text Line. I did, our, our, excuse me, the video stream, which I uh, didn't fix yet. It still says the captain up there. It's all right. It's still sponsored by Wingstop. So at least we got the right sponsor down there in the corner. We're doing good. We just have a we just have the other logo for Wingstop on ours. So do it's we really? good. Yeah, we do. I didn't even notice. We have like changed. the white wings. It's pretty nice. See that? So we do. Yeah. yeah. I think ours is better. Oh, ours is definitely better. Wow, that looks cool. Take that uh, for Sean. <laughs> yeah. Take that, the captain. Oh wait, I'm part of the captain. <laughs> no, not to... the captain in the black shirt. <laughs> That's and right. Coven and Coven. And I changed my changed my name now. I'm just Bach here. That bothers me <laughs> <laughs> is it just the coven is yeah. it all together it just sounds the, like COVID? just the coven yeah they're like oh we're not gonna call you Bach. we're gonna call you coven and i'm just like why <laughs> well because the captain vj has to give everybody a nickname but i already have a nickname he never gave me my one. real just, name is not Bach. <laughs> yeah, i already I, I he never gave me a new one it was rico he calls me rico it's the same yeah, thing See? that's true he does just he never did give exactly. you a nickname Ah, well, interestingly enough, I, I've got. To, I want to open up, Rico, asking you uh, what your confidence level is for a Nebraska victory tomorrow. It's kind of weird um, because I, I, I feel, I feel almost overconfident. I feel like I've been swept. I, I just maybe I feel like the fan in me is, is starting to, I to am, pop out a little. Bit. I am trying to downplay my excitement and my confidence, and I'm trying to tell myself it was one game. It sh- it doesn't mean much. You still have all of these this, this history of of kind of you know, peeing down your leg, but that was a previous coaching staff. This yeah. is a new coaching staff. It's a renewed energy. It's, you know, all of this stuff, but at the same time, it's the same players, but <laughs> they're being coached differently. And it seems again, a renewed energy. I'm, I'm confident, but I'm not trying to get overly confident because this is one of the games going into the season that I said, you know, with my eight and four record that I, I'll change back, whatever. You guys are making fun of me because I changed <laughs> it back, but whatever. Um, th- this was one of the games that I thought Nebraska was going to drop because it comes after the Indiana game, which we weren't thinking Indiana was going to be very good. So I was thinking it was going to be a blowout of sorts. Nebraska was going – this is when I thought Nebraska was going to be good with Scott Frost and Shenander and yeah. everybody else in the in the places that they started off the season at. <laughs> so much has changed. So I thought Indiana was going to be bad. Nebraska was going to be good. They were going to blow them out. They were going to go to Piscataway, sleepy Piscataway on a Friday afternoon. Didn't know it was going to be a night game. Didn't know when it was going to be played, really. But it was going to be a sleepy Friday in Piscataway, and they were going to get uh, upset looking ahead to Purdue and coming off of a blowout of Indiana and, you know, you know, thinking that they're hot bleep. So I was scared of this game before. I'm still kind of, but not really. Rutgers, I thought they'd be – it's funny to say I thought they'd be better than yeah. they are uh, with Greg Schiano at the helm. I mean, they're not terrible. They're not – they don't really have any impressive wins, and nothing they do is particularly impressive. They do have a winning record. Um, they have a win over another Power 5 opponent in Boston College. They just got their doors blown off by Ohio State. They're 0-2 in the conference, but they have a running quarter, they have multiple running quarterbacks, and that's something that 
despite whoever the defensive coordinator has ever been in Nebraska, as long as I've been watching, running quarterbacks have given Nebraska fits. So that's a thing that I'm I'm slightly worried about. But their offense isn't particularly scary. They don't have really scary wide receivers or running backs or anything of the sort. They do have Aaron Cruikshank, so that scares me on special teams because for whatever reason, he returns kicks and punts very well against Nebraska. Um, their defense is ranked, I believe, in the top 20 in the nation, but I'm thinking it's one of those that it was boosted up by the Wagner 66-7 oh, yeah. win, and um, Boston College put up a decent amount of yards, but their their offense isn't anything special either. So I'm thinking it might be boosted by a couple of the games that they played. They might not have that great of a defense, but it's still something to look out for. Indiana had a, had a pretty significant defense as well. So I'm slightly confident. I'd put it, if you want to go percentages, probably like, well, I don't want to go too high, but I'm definitely going to 82. That's a lot. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That is a lot. Now, I, I think I'm probably right there with you, though. I mean, I, I am to the point that I would be pretty surprised if Nebraska uh, would lose this game. I think, I think too, and, and, and part of it, again, is just kind of from the outside. Like, nationally, people aren't going to be surprised um, because if you look at Nebraska in totality – yeah, why would it be a surprise? It looks like a, a program that's in shambles. But as we are, you know, closer to it, as we um, kind of seen the massive strides taken on defense, um, and then to add to the offense, where you have, you know, some of the best wide receivers, running backs in the Power Five, and and, and I and I believe that with Trey Palmer and Anthony Grant, mm -hmm. those guys, uh, their numbers back it up. And you know, there's still the problems that you have there with the offensive line and, and trying to find the the right pairing there. Casey Thompson's a bit up and down, and he's probably going to get shellacked every game and this one included yeah. a, a time or two and so you're going to hold your breath um, maybe have the backup quarterback come in for uh, a, a series or two and hopefully that doesn't go as disastrous as it has in the past as long got, as you don't bring in your your backup on the one yard line yeah it'll be okay it's not a good idea um, and then the and then you know the penalty situation so Nebraska's par far from like you know a, a proven team or a team that we, that we can believe can roll their helmet out on the field and beat Rutgers oh I'm not I, I'm not saying that they're going to just roll out there and, and roll to a victory I mean 80 too it it's it's high but there's still a chance like that's I feel like that's a that's a decent enough chance for a Rutgers team that is probably underperformed to their standards and I mean Nebraska's underperformed to their standards as well and and what they were hyped up to be beginning of the season and and even after uh losing uh coach Frost and, and coach Chenander they've they overperformed probably for what people were thinking against Indiana the way that the defense stepped up and the offense at times looked pretty damn good, um, especially for an, you know, an interim head coach, interim defensive coordinator. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I Like you just said, they have two of two amazing athletes in, in Trey Palmer and Anthony Grant who are in the top five, I believe, in the Big Ten mm -hmm. uh, in, in their respective stats, rushing and receiving. So... I mean, when you have athletes like that and the defense flying around the, like they did against Indiana, and I'm not even talking fourth quarter, second half Indiana, where they shut them out and held them to like less than 150 yards of total offense. I'm, even the first half against Indiana, where they gave up the two touchdown, the two long touchdown drives, they were still very impressive during that half. So if that defense shows up, if the offense that has shown up most games outside of the Oklahoma game shows up, I mean, I feel very, I feel 
82% confident yeah. in this Nebraska team. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fun. I, I think it's it's glad to get back to that. Um, you know, part of it certainly is the, the opponent. Rutgers isn't too impressive. Um, the stat that just keeps blowing me away is that they haven't won a home game in conference play since 2017. That is wild. It's, uh, you know, it, that's that's rough going. Um, and, yeah, I, I do think to a degree, too, when, when Greg Schiano was brought back um, – you know, there is a, there is this expectation that maybe Rutgers could somewhat get back to what they had, that old fire, that old uh, magic that they had under Shiano uh, before he took the Tampa Bay job in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't seem like it's quite there. They went to a bowl game last year, but they didn't earn it. They, <laughs> they, to, <you laughs> they know, fell into it. They really fell into that p- position. Um, but credit to them, Nebraska had a chance in the last couple of years to go to a bowl game and didn't do it. So fell uh, out of it. Rutgers uh, chose to at least go to a bowl game last year. Um, and then this year, you know, it's just sometimes if everything goes according to plan, maybe it works out. But they just had quarterback injuries and the offensive line, uh, you know, it's similar to Nebraska. You know, that that's a big problem. They just kind of throw a bunch of pieces together and see if they can make it work. Um, it's But it's an offense that, that in, in the last three games, uh, I believe, uh, with Temple being in, thrown in there with the Iowa State and uh, in Ohio State, um, maybe I'm getting confused when they played Temple, but that would be uh, – I know they only scored one touchdown against Iowa. They only scored one touchdown against Ohio State, and then against Temple – their only touchdown was a defensive touchdown. So, mm-hmm. I mean, this is a very much a struggling offense getting into the end zone. And that's where I have the confidence in Nebraska. Um, maybe the defense isn't as good as as it looked against Indiana. Maybe it, it you know, it, it falls off a little bit, and, and Rutgers can actually put, you know, a few points together. But I still feel like, what are you talking about tops there? 24? I mean, I can't imagine Rutgers I mean, scoring. They're averaging 24, but you have to take into account they scored 66 against Wagner. Right. They only scored 10 against Ohio State. They only scored what, 14 or 7 against seven, seven right. against Iowa. I don't remember. I don't know the Temple. They only put up 24. Or, it was 10, yeah. They put up 24 against Boston College. They won 24 to 22 against Boston College. So it's not a particularly flashy or explosive offense. Um, I would say they get the job done. They haven't gotten the job done really in the last three games outside of Temple. But I, I feel as if I, I watched one game. I watched their Boston College game. And they have the ability to move the ball methodically down the field, very slow pay. I mean, they're averaging five yards of play. Again, this is also taking account the Wagner. So, you know, that that, that game just skews all of the numbers. Yeah. Um, so it's a little hard, but they're averaging five, five yards of play. So they'll methodically move it down the field. Um, they do have Aaron Cruikshank, who is a very explosive wide receiver. I mean, you see it damn near every year on on special teams he's able to get in space and make people miss so if they can get him the ball in space you never know what's going to happen but they'll they'll try to slowly methodically move the ball down the field on you and if Nebraska you know that's kind of what Indiana wanted to do where they're doing you know short dink and dunk and then try to hit you over the top um if Nebraska can can replicate what they did against Indiana and the, and the secondary who knocked down a lot of passes. The secondary was very impressive against Indiana. If they can knock down a lot of passes, just just keep themselves in the passing lanes and and just slow the offense down. I mean, they Rutgers hasn't shown the ability to score in bunches yet. Well, and and two, I, I'm glad you mentioned that 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 pass defense. I think can get a lot of. Uh, confidence rolling, not necessarily completely playing against the best passing offenses, but Rutgers also, I mean, there's several games they haven't thrown for 100 yards 
in the in mm-hmm. you know their five game stretch. So they're not you know that's it wouldn't be shocking if they didn't do that again. And in Nebraska, um, that'd be coming a long way. And, and again, maybe maybe you're kind of it's a little bit of fool's gold, but you you can only play who you go up against. And that type of improvement would be mighty impressive from Just the secondary. Ride the wave. That's right. Keep it rolling. Uh, we'll keep it rolling here next here on the Ticket Water Cooler. I don't know if we did this yesterday, but we'll do a complete list of the former uh, <laughs> alumni uh, from Rutgers. And you tell me how much we've uh, we've already talked about this. I missed the show yesterday, but uh, we'll go through that and more. Uh, getting ready for Rutgers, Nebraska, and Piscataway tomorrow at Friday. We'll be right back on the Ticket Water Cooler. Mm-hmm.